Listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast where we're gonna kick your fucking asses. <laughs> My name is Quentin Reviews, and I am Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Jonathan Gibson, and I am Jim Davis. It's yeah. <laughs> well, boys, it's Wednesday, October the fifth, nineteen eighty-three, and today we're reading the one. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try one again. Well, boys, Millicent, cut that out. Well, boys, it's Wednesday, October the 5th, 1983, and today we're reading the 1,935th ever Garfield comic strip. That is all. Seems like there's too many of these. <laughs> um, anyway, in today's strip, John decides to be smart with Garfield. This is, this is what the synopsis says. Mm-hmm. But will he be smart enough to avoid his wrath? Tune in to find out. Well, if you're listening to this, you already have tuned in. That we thank so you for tuning in. Let's go ahead and answer that question by reading the Garfield. Quentin, we used to write the episode synopses ourselves. And then yeah. we got tired of doing that. Because it was too it much seemed, work. It seemed pointless. Why synopsize the Garfield right before we tell what happens? <laughs> A listener yeah. got angry at us for not doing synopses. Plus, you're, you're, spoiling, you're spoiling those live reactions because you got to yeah. do prep yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. That's that's an argument for like Ryan Pfeiffer doing it for us in perpetuity, I think. I feel like Ryan Pfeiffer should do all of this for I think us. Ryan Pfeiffer should just take over the podcast. <laughs> Ryan, time. would you like a podcast? <laughs> anyway. Uh, John one. Okay, this, so John, yeah, there uh, you go. Summarize, summarize sure, this yeah, comedy. Yeah. Okay. We'd love that. Okay, so this first panel, we got John uh, entering the scene. Mm-hmm. He's uh, walking up to the Schrodinger floor table, which is, of course, a table in this mm-hmm. strip because we can see John. Wave and uh, John has a John has a purple <laughs> T-shirt on, which I got to say, yeah. I do love it. I love alternate shirt colors. I love it when they do it for Shaggy and Scooby-Doo. You know, I love it for Bart and the Simpsons, and I love it for John and Garfield. A purple shirt is a very unique look for John. He's got a vast wardrobe of the exact same shirt numerous times over. So I wanna... he's walked up to, uh, what were you saying? <laughs> oh, I, I, I was, if I could just, I, I want to say, like, I think it's a complimentary color to Garfield's blanket. Oh, those oh, yeah. go nicely together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, John has walked up, and he and he says, I wanted to buy you another bed, Garfield, but the only sizes they came in were small, medium, and large. Next panel, kind of I, the same I can already style. feel where this is going. This is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah, a yeah. subtle setup. That, that yeah. live reaction has been spoiled. I've never read a Garfield comic savviness. like this before. <laughs> uh, John uh, John is now has his eyes closed, which is not which is not a smart move to do when mm-hmm. you're calling Garfield fat. But he says uh, they didn't have showboat. They didn't have a a cat bed in a showboat size. I don't know why he expected that. And now we're on to the last <laughs> panel. Garfield is I, gone. I really Garfield like the term t- showboat. Showboat is a great. Yeah. 
is that even a size? I I think showboat means like showing off, doesn't it? It's it's maybe in the eighties that was a from thing, right? I mean, it's a reference to like the it's a type of vessel, isn't it? It's a type of boat. Yeah, sure. You show like what do you do? Your standard types of boat. You got showboat, love boat, then you got your like everyday walking around boat. Yeah, your lifeboat, and and those are the those are the boats. Yeah. This is the boat you, you you get in when you're watching shows, I guess. I don't know. Mm, fair enough. Sorry, we interrupted. You were getting to panel. Three. Oh, you're good. <laughs> well, now we're on to the final panel. We're back to the black outline. And Garfield has scampered off with his bed. He's mm-hmm. going to sleep somewhere else. And John has uh, Garfield's food in his face, kind of dripping down. And he says, a, quit w- a quick wit is best accom- accompanied by quick reflexes. He is... You know, Garfield threw that food into his face. I want to mm-hmm. say my first reaction to this is it's very similar to the uh, famous Garfield window comic. But, you know, the perspective is switched. Do you know what I mean? I do not. Which, which, the which, famous which one is window the window comic? comic? I'm not sure. There's this Garfield comic where Garfield is messing with John and he's like, just kind of, he's messing with his outfit and he's doing all these little pranks. And he, I think he shoves John's tie into John's mouth. And he says something like, you know, a devious prankster knows when he's gone too far. And then he does one more thing. And then the final panel is, is Garfield smashing through a window. Wow. Um, because Gar- John has thrown Garfield through a window. Quite a dark punchline. Oh, my God. But people I, have this, this thing online. Familiar, yeah. People have this thing online where they like taking that panel and editing it onto the end of every other Garfield comic ever made. Oh. And seeing if if it ever makes sense again, you know, and it often does just, or even if it doesn't, just the randomness of Garfield flying through a window. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have seen this panel. I think probably in the exact context you're talking about where it's just like inserted after a different Garfield. Yeah. Yeah. There are a few of those that stand sort of just, you know, all, all purpose last final panels. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It does. Uh, it does have that same uh, that does that same feel, and um, but as you say in reverse, I I always like it when a character disappears because in this case it kind of makes me feel like maybe John Arbuckle's just been walking around with that food bowl on his face <laughs> for a while. Like Garfield, he just he just went off. He's man. It's a long table, I imagine. Mm-hmm. That's why I always get that feeling from Garfield, like the animations in the comics. Is it was like John's got some long tables. He's got rooms mm. in his house that are just like really long tables. Oh yeah, you're familiar oh, yeah. with John Arbuckle's Infinity Room, where like you can kick Odie and he just flies off into the distance. Without right, leaving he's the so room. far away, he's in silhouette. Yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite, my favorite Garfield gag. I don't know if you guys have got to this. But there's a Garfield joke where Garfield kicks Odie so hard that Odie time travels a week into the future. Um, we have we have I not got I've there heard yet. Heard of it? But I've, yeah, yeah. I, but he they actually follow through. They actually have Odie arrive a week later. <laughs> oh wow, it's pretty great. That's pretty but, good. Uh, John's it's, house is weird. That's for sure. It's funny how Garfield is like. I mean, I, we've talked about this before, but like, it is generally known for being kind of mundane mm-hmm. as a comic strip but also like occasionally it does really weird shit like that <laughs> it would be it would be great if like the very first garfield strip 
featured future Garfield arriving and trying to kill Ooh. past Garfield. And then we're all just like all this time, we're just waiting. Like, why does he try to go go back and, t- and try and kill him? Doesn't he know? Does he- well, there is there is a famous uh, you guys know, of course, about the famous time travel arc from the actual Garfield comic, right? I, we haven't uh, got there. There are, there's a lot of Garfield arcs that I don't Garfields. know about because we just haven't got there yet. Like, well, I, this was uh, this is, is a back- famous thing for anyone who grew up with Garfield. But for I think in 2003, for the anniversary, mm-hmm. they did a thing where 1988 Garfield time travels into the future and hangs out with 2003 Garfield. Oh my God. So there's a lot of just lore questions implied by stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely have not been there yet. I, if it's helpful background, um, I grew up mostly in the 1980s and 90s. Oh. So like 1980s Garfield, yeah. I know very well. 1990s, like first half of the 90s, kind of. And then everything else, like we'll get to it when we get to it, man. Like I, I've heard maybe John and Liz are married now. I don't know. I'll find out in 38 years. I was actually in college in 2003 and I was like, I, my memory of the time is a little sketchy, but I think I was mostly probably like my college memories mostly revolve around tumbleweeds. I'm not into Garfield anymore. And I was, I don't know, I was probably into like mutts or something. You were in like a real Hagar, the horrible face. Uh, I want to say I really like the static nature of this final panel, and I yeah, like how the food one. is kind of splayed out in this like it's well done weird sort of like spider like mm-hmm. it looks like the different legs, you know, and then like yeah, get, we got two drops falling off, but it just looks very static, like it's yeah. just not moving at all. I, this is just my standard, uh, John. You have heard this probably several thousand times at this point, but um, I feel like this one's a little overwritten. Not, I, not I even 2000 yet. Not even, well, sometimes I say it more than once an episode, John. That's true, that's true. Several yeah. hundred, several hundred. Yeah. Also, the I, bonus you have episodes. to imagine by this point though, Jim Davis probably, he probably was in that phase where like he'd yeah. write a Garfield comic. He'd be like, I didn't overwrite this one at all. The joke's very clear to me. And then he puts it out and then he gets like thousands of letters from people being like, hey, can you explain this one to me? How did so the food, maybe how did the food like, get on John's face? How did that? Yeah. Like, what what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I would, I a... would have liked it without the punchline. I think the picture is great and would have been enough. And I, a quick wit is best accompanied by yeah. quick reflexes just feels overdone to me. But that's, you know. Yeah, I suppose so. It's not as far as like a piece of writing. It's it's uh it's not as overwrought as some as the punchlines sometimes are. Um, I also like that the actual action occurs between the panels. Mm-hmm. Hashtag between the panels. Um, popular hashtag, which we you know we don't we don't often get to see. Yeah, that is not it is nicer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Quentin, this one will go forever unless you end it. You're the host. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll... We will literally talk for hours. It's, <laughs> it's a real problem. It's usually around Wednesday, well, Thursday, the guest host will just be like, okay, I'm just, I'm going to take the reins because otherwise, like, I'm stuck here for hours with these, these idiots. Yeah. 
Well, I just want to say real quick uh, before we before we end this off, it's interesting that the first panel, the second panel is a retrace of the first panel, right? Mm-hmm. But the eyes get a little bigger in the second mm. panel, so it's weird to like flip back and forth, forth mm. between them with your eyes. Like, whoa, John's eyes got a little bit bigger. That's crazy. Okay, mm. you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. <laughs> Don More Orange. That's what the tagline says. Please rate and review us. Thanks. We love you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Lots of love. I'm Catch not you later. I, for a few weeks, I was saying we love you as a sign-off. I'm not sure I'm going. It made me feel good for a while, John. Yeah, does it feel <laughs> perfunctory now? Well, for a while, you know, the internet can be such an unpleasant place. For a while, it made me feel like there's a lot, there's a lot of love in this world. And now, I don't know. Maybe maybe we don't love them. Yeah, you should conclude this us questioning if we actually love the audience. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, oh yeah, all all of that. I've been is in this on. relationship for a while. I don't know if I'd call it love. podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows